Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Why don't folks name that boy that after name? No one from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until this you left hand side. Right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now. Somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 155. I am still your host, Yusuf Ali. Still coming to you live. Kind of, kind of live, like live-like, live-ish, you can say. Whatever, it's, I'm alive, you alive, we all alive. A good time to be alive. Um, it's 10.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wasn't even trying to rap. Um, this weekend was kind of chill uh let's say it was uh we caught up on some history lessons uh tell you a little bit about that um oh and i did i did have um i could tell y'all about the show from thursday and a lot of news like so much news i like put a timer we're gonna do some new shit we're gonna do some new shit right yeah we're gonna do some new shit where we time the news so it don't really go over like it been the last couple weeks. So, man, I was the most ado in a long time. Let's get right on into this. Every single one of you ass holes and Richard that went to GoFundMe and and donated and went and get a motherfucking refund. You never gave it with your heart. Mm. You a piece of shit. Oh God! You'll die that way, Richard. Not mm. for real. I didn't even know you could do refunds on GoFundMe. That's crazy. But in ninety days, mm-hmm. people that see me give my brother a gift, they automatically want to say that I bought that with GoFundMe money. Had to pay that back. So now, if you really want to be for real, my if a nigga spunked out on the chain, how the f- they got it right back instantly right. with no pressure. Right. If that's what you you want your back here. Take it. Right. So all you f- 
niggas and ass out there. Fuck you. You never gave it from your heart. And you gonna die a piece of shit. Wow. Melmo's. We back. Um, like I said, uh, what I meant by um, we had a, like a historic weekend because it was kind of dope. We watched um, two things. We, we watched always watching old like YouTube's of like old commercials. Like we was like we, we was working both working on our individual like you know projects, but we had on one common background thing and so like we was watching old vintage commercials and then we watched fucking later on other times this weekend that was just like the beginning or like like I don't know it just was weird we kept watching old shit and it wasn't even like the plan where we like we watched old that and then we watched old Mike Epps clips and then we watched old Paul Mooney and then we listened to it was um Somehow, oh, I wanted to show her that, um, the Angie Martinez thing where they talking about Biggie. So then that made us, maybe want to listen to Biggie. So, and she had never heard Life After Death, which was crazy because it made sense though. Like, that came out in 97. Like, she was a baby. I was a fucking teenager, like damn near grown teenager, and she was like still a preteen, like a baby, like a kid, like whatever grade she was in, fourth, third, I don't know. So, and she was in Colorado. She wasn't listening to no Biggie. So it was like a, you know, how they do that first time, like they they do those reaction videos, be like, oh man, my first time, uh, Listening to, I don't know, whatever the fuck. Nah, so like, so it was, I get it, I get it, because after she finished, now I, what I don't get is the reaction. I mean, recording the reaction, like for people who don't know you and you're not a celebrity, you just some dude in in his room that decides to give some CD a chance that been out for 15 years, whatever. But I do get why wow, that excitement. I, I saw that excitement firsthand. So, and then these kids record everything. So, boom, reaction video. I, it all makes sense. But, like, she was amazed. Her, her quote was, that was incredible. And I felt like a proud dad or some shit. Like, it was like, see, like, I, I just want you to like my music. Like, you like my music? Like, that was, that was great, man. And it was like, that that album is 25 a whole like no 26 because it been yeah it came out in may and it's june so it's like an official pass is release day anniversary so may of 20 of 97 to may of fucking 2023 that shit 25 years old that's actually 26 wow i forgot a whole nother year yeah this shit 26 years old so for for an album that old to still sound that good, like it's just it's just it's because my statement was notorious thugs might be not even might well yeah might because it's, it's art 
but I said it might be the best song, rap song of all time, but it's definitely in the conversation, and I would say it's in a short list of greatest rap songs of all time, maybe top five, uh, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, so and then and then the, to cop to to top it off for historic weekend, we listened to Khaled Muhammad on Donahue and another like this lecture. Cause I wanted to, you know, I hear all the time I grow up, you grow up hearing about how bad this person is or that person, this black leader, that black leader. So I'm like, man, let me with these. Fully grown, opinionized, thought, well thought ears. Let me listen. Opinionized. Yeah, I recognize I made up a word. But let me formulate my own opinion. Opinionized about these guys on my own, right? And listen to these guys. And so the first, first I listened to some Farrakhan shit last week by myself. And then, but this weekend, we both listened to. Khaled Muhammad and I will say this same thing I thought after I listened to Farrakhan he ain't saying nothing wrong like he not lying now I ain't gonna say he ain't saying nothing wrong cause he generalized which that's the that's the only that's like the that's the, like the Achilles heel of people's arguments is fucking generalizing the way he generalizing like white folks and Jews and all that like that's not right he like on the service but then he'll say some other shit and you'll be like well that's not wrong so again you gotta do the same thing I did which is listen to it yourself and um but yeah it just it was it was eye opening I'm not gonna that's all I'm gonna leave it at that it was eye opening listening to Kyle Muhammad on my own after all these years of hearing them mock like same thing with Farrakhan you watch the sketches the living colors all the shit like so you get this one you know perception of it just one side of perception of these people if you never really took no time and did no research but like I say it was a very historic weekend it was it was interesting um and a different type of history type shit. I listened to this podcast about Eileen Warnos and it's talking about how she like used to sell pussy for cigarettes, which is, you know, that's terrible. I mean, is it? Is it though? Because you know, they call girls blunt berries. They give up pussy for weed. So like, cigarettes. I mean, nicotine is very addictive. I mean, so if you gotta have your cigarettes and you ain't got no cash. You got ass. Same thing with getting a ride. You ain't got no gas. You ain't got no gas. But you got ass. But anyway, um, I guess that was just her thinking. And then she was like, you know what? What? How about I just start doing this for money and I can buy so many more cigarettes. And then she's, you know, started prostituting and then you know, you know the rest. Killing motherfuckers. Um, but yeah. So I, again, very historic, very historic week. Um, I did a guest set for Jasmine's cool, uh, cool kids of comedy. 
and that was dope. Uh, Jill closed it out with her story, a new story that she hadn't done before and fucking murdered. And that was real fun. Uh, the whole night it was packed. It was a real good night. It was real fun. Shout out to Jasmine for the spot. And I'm doing a whole set in the next show. So, uh, and in the meantime, if anybody listen to this that's booking, uh, I I need, I got a bunch of dates. Let's just say January is open and July and August. <laughs> so, so, you know, holler at me, you know, put me on, put me on the show. Or two. Um, what else before we get into the news? Like I say, it's a lot of, a lot of fucking news. Oh, oh, big the big the biggest news, the biggest thing I did this weekend. Finally started an Instagram page for the podcast. Magic Moments EE. Um, yeah, and it's. It's similar to my regular page that you might follow me on. I hope you follow me on. Um, but actually, this page is going to be more just dedicated to news and random videos that are, like I said a couple weeks ago when I was trying to, me and Jill was trying to establish, like, not even trying, but like, what would I tell somebody my brand was in an elevator pitch or whatever, for instance. Um, definitely unintentionally funny. So... That's what the video. That's what the page is gonna be full of. Um, maybe a, a sports highlight or two. You never know. Like I just put some Roy Jones shit on there, and that's that ain't got nothing to do with with comedy or unintentionally funny or even news. It was just a good, you know, ass whooping, and I just wanted people to see it. But yeah, for the most part, it's gonna be like um, podcast content and uh, puddle tracks. Which is also podcast content. And the occasional stand-up clip, which is, you got it, podcast content. So basically the channel or the page is just an extension of the podcast. Um, so please follow me on Meldrick Moments EE Instagram page. Um, I promise if you follow me on my regular page, it just it's not just double it. it you just it's not gonna be the same shit. I'm not gonna like I won't hardly put any use of Ali present stuff on Meldrick Moments page just to keep it separate, just for that reason. But um, yeah, that was the, the like the other big thing I did this weekend. Um, what else I want to tell y'all about right quick uh, before we. There's a lot of news. I do want to get to it. Oh, I was listening to a fucking... I mean, it was a hymns ad I saw on YouTube. You know, ever since they... I guess the patent ran out on fucking Viagra. Everybody got their own version of this shit. So, on this hymns commercial. It's such a humiliating situation on the commercial. And I thought... Look, I guess that's what commercials are for to highlight real situations and then make you think of the product. But on the Hems commercial, they in the bed, him and his girl, and she give him a phone with the Hems website on it. And I guess that's supposed to like be like you know the sex, like a little hint, like you know your dick ain't getting hard here. Get on this website, so like 
I know that's the end of that night. I don't know. Maybe y'all could talk about that in the morning. But yeah, that's going. Ain't no more. Like I'm gonna be bad as fuck if, if I'm trying to sit in there waiting. I'm trying. To, I'm playing with my. You ain't doing nothing to help. Or I'm just sitting there doing the shit myself, trying to get my shit hard, and then you hand me the phone with a website. Man, fucking hymns. Fuck her and hymns. Well, no, I wouldn't be mad at her. I'd just be angry, lashing out. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm talking about if I'm that dude on that commercial, not me. Anyway, um, and Colin, while I'm on the subject, last thing before we get into the news, um, like the subject of fucking, I mean, Zion made the news and um for the wrong reasons again. This time all week, for like three days in a row, his some girl he was fucking with who thought she was his girlfriend been going off on him for getting some other girl pregnant and all that shit. She exposed him with the text and and she he, two things he sounded like on the text. One, thirsty. But two a 22-year-old multi-millionaire. He's saying shit like, how much is going to cost? I'm excited. I want to just fuck you. Can you just be my fuck girl? And she was with all that. He like, I'm going to move you out here to New Orleans. And she was with all that. And then he got another girl pregnant. And she flipped out. And he don't care. He even on that tape. He made a tape, little announcement, pregnancy announcement tape, and he said on the tape, um, to my future baby mama, or no, he should have, he could have said that, he should have said that, he said to my future baby, um, I don't know what the, what, no, to my baby, I don't know what the future holds, I knew a future came in there somewhere, but, uh, just know that me and your mom will always love you, which is just a, you know, a disclaimer, a little precursor to, you know, by the time you old enough to watch this tape, I'm pretty sure me and your mama are gonna be on terrible ends. She will be a baby mama, but I just want you to know that we loved you from the beginning, and this is the proof. So, cause he know he like I'm a, whatever child support. I could just give her like how much is gonna cost. I just give her like five million dollars up front. Leave me alone. Um. So yeah, leave leave Zion alone. He he, 22. He got a whole lot of money, and he want to spend it on pussy. Can you imagine being him? And he 22, and he been seeing this girl on on fucking Pornhub and all that shit for since he was 16, and now he 22, and he like you know what? I got 200 thousand for some pussy. I got it. And that's what he did. So leave him alone. Shout out to Zion. All right, now let's get into some of all this news. Get your country ass on the sidewalk, goddammit. <laughs> get the fuck on. It's the sidewalk right there. This is a goddamn street. You scoot your ass up. That's our right team. That's our right team on your shit. Shawty, don't nobody know you on my shit. Take it. Go. What would your mama say? My mama tell you to get your stupid ass out there bite and get on the fuck. 
And so moving on tonight is we have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area. All right, before we get into the news segment of the podcast, I just want to remind everybody that this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink and the good people over at the Preserve Pot Academy, where their goal is to try to teach you to get the most out of that bag. Lesson number one being do not, I repeat, do not under any circumstances throw those roaches away. Put them back in your pocket or keep a little gum wrap or something. Because those are not cigarette butts. It is weed in there to be smoked later. Understand? Alright. Like I said, there's a lot of news. Um, so, um, I don't even know where to start. Fuck it. Let's get this quick dumb shit out the way. Because it's more of a, a PSA, kind of. It's news, but it's, you know. Anyway, this Popeye's employee made... Like, I ain't even gonna say went viral, cause well, I guess it did, cause it didn't happen in LA, but I heard about it in LA, and it ain't real news. Anyway, she get mad, cause people coming into Popeyes with 15 minutes left before the store closed, ordering food, and she mad, cause she wanna go home in 15 minutes. It don't work like that. Even if you get off in 15 minutes. This, you don't the store closed in 15 minutes. That means still shit got to be done. You don't just fucking nine o'clock the store lock the door and you go home. The fuck. Plus, if the store open till nine o'clock and I need to get, I want a piece of chicken at 8:52. I'm not gonna say. <coughs> oh well, <coughs> they about to close. So, I ain't, <coughs> I ain't going in there at 8.52. But that's stupid because that's when you would go in there because they're about to close. And that's how you get extra pieces of chicken because y'all about to throw the shit away anyway. I don't care if it's old or been under the light for the last hour. I still want that five piece because you might make it a six piece. You might make it a nine piece. So, yes, we coming in with the last 15 minutes of the fucking store. Shut the fuck up or quit. Um, in sports news, Greg Newsom got robbed. Greg Newsom and Perrion Winfrey, which I feel bad for Greg Newsom because Perrion Winfrey was karma. And karma, when it comes for you and somebody just happened to be with you, they gonna get your karma too. And Perrion Winfrey had just beat a domestic violence case like two days before. So he's probably celebrating down in the flats or wherever the fuck he was at where they got robbed. And they said the motherfuckers came out at three three damn near four in the morning. And motherfuckers was sitting on them. Laying on them rather. Not sitting on them. Motherfucker was laying on them. I guess it's I guess it's the same thing. Laying, sitting, you can you get my drift. Um Yeah, so that's that's exactly what I think would happen. Um And it's fucked up because Greg Newsom drove. And he took his car. 
and it should have been Perion Winfrey's car. Well, whatever. Hopefully they insured. They get it back. Um, a lady drove through a Walgreens to try to hit her. Like she drove through the double doors on a mission to hit her boyfriend, who was in the store. Now they rolled together. It wasn't like he was at there at work, or she heard he was up there. <coughs> They rolled together. So, whatever happened in the car, when, I'm sure when he got out the car and went into Walgreens, he probably thought either it was over or we'll finish arguing when I get back in the car. Nope. She won the last word. Now. And he ain't come out that store fast enough. And you need to hear what the fuck I gotta say. I'm speculating. I don't know why she rolled through the double doors. But, problem is, the double doors. Therein lies the problem. Should have had, if you put a single door on Walmart, Walgreens, that, that won't happen. And they did that in, during the pandemic. Remember, they were still in during the pandemic? Out of everything. And one Walgreens got smart and put a regular fucking house door with a peephole on the front of the store. So, you could try to, if you come in here, you're not just going to walk out. We're going to lock this door behind you just like you come in the house. So, (coughs) I don't know if it worked, but the visual effect was stunning (coughs) should I I cut out the coughs there's a lot of coughs alright you're just gonna try not to cough we're gonna try to cough less we're gonna cough we're gonna cough we're gonna cough less alright lady got run over by her own car which is the worst way to get run over you, you want to avoid getting hit. That's like every day you'll go walking in public is to not get hit. Anytime your feet is on the sidewalk or in the street, be it crossing the street, jogging in the street, running, playing football in the street. Um, basically, anytime, anytime you are outdoors, hell, you can be on a bike, you can be in another car. The point is to get to and fro without getting hit. Well, this lady hit herself, which is, again, you're not worrying about hitting yourself. you just worrying about somebody else hitting you. So, who you even get mad at when you hit yourself? And that was just the hell she had to take. And what's even worse, people saw this and, you know, they want to help. Call the police. Please get there. She got expired license plates. And driver's license. She wasn't even supposed to be driving in the first place. So now you hurt. And you got to pay a ticket and go to traffic court. Because they want, they want their money. They don't give a fuck about you hitting yourself. That's cool. That just that just give us reason. If you if you your dumb ass didn't hit yourself. 
we wouldn't be getting this hundred seventy five dollars or whatever the fuck we about to get from you. So it's a vicious circle of uh, bullshit that that lady got caught caught herself up in. Saw a video of a dude, a couple night videos. Matter of fact, it was two. Um, and night videos are always interesting because it's like how. Where is this going? Where is this one guy and this knife? How far is this going? And the one, they both surprised me. One a little more than the other one. The first one, the dude fended off five would-be carjackers with a knife. And y'all like, damn. How do motherfuckers, how five motherfuckers with guns Scared a motherfucker with a knife, and that's it. That's okay. Again, they're in. Last the problem. They ain't had no guns. They just was gonna use, you know, strength and numbers. There's five of us. He gonna be scared when we all run up on this dude, this old white dude, and he was like, "The fuck I am." This big ass knife. So. And he got the motherfuckers back. Matter of fact, he even ended up chasing a couple of the motherfuckers. Like, wasn't even about just back up. Like, he, the motherfuckers took off running. Again, knife. Surprising. Because, like, you hear about these stories of, of one guy with a knife stabbing multiple people. And you'd be like, how? How do a one motherfucker... With a one knife stab more than one motherfucker. Or anybody, really. Unless it's, you know, right there, close contact, you sneak a motherfucker, you know, some shank shit. But how do you, how do a motherfucker with sight, you know, everybody see this motherfucker with this knife? How is he stabbing? Well, go to the next video I see. And it's a motherfucker in a park of all places. Mad open. Mad obstacles, mad shit to, to, to be on the other side of, to keep a motherfucker away from you, in between you. But no, somehow, this motherfucker done managed to stab multiple people. How, do you ask? Because they was babies. And they was in a stroller. And that's fucked up. And I, I recognize how fucked up that is. But at the same time, it did explain... That is one way for one motherfucker to stab multiple people. We didn't say how old the people, the victims were. We just said multiple people. And you can stab a bunch of babies. And that is fucked up. And I'm not even sure they caught this motherfucker. They was trying. But he's stabbing. And again... Nobody, I think this was over in London or some shit. Ain't nobody got no straps. Ain't nobody got no, they own knife. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you subdue this motherfucker. Maybe the same way like you take down a nice seven year old lady with a big ass net. But, or blanket or some shit. But ain't nobody got none of that shit. So. That was a rough day for them babies. Um, I try to find get an update for y'all for next week on, on them babies uh, apparently uh, segregation still you know alive and thriving 
in Mississippi, which anybody really surprised if you say it's segregation still in Mississippi, like openly, like a restaurant that you go in that's got two rooms that's divided by two rooms. This 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 particular restaurant, two nice size, big ass banquet size rooms, but two rooms. Is how this restaurant. Most restaurants just just open. You know, you just got a big ass space. You know, but no, this one it got a wall and two rooms in the middle of it. And I will be damned if it's a black room and a white room in a restaurant. Which, when you see it in the daytime like that with the lights on and shit, it do look kind of crazy. It do look like some shit from the 50s. Like, like come on, man. Really? Y'all, really? But, yeah, they still doing it. Now, the question is, what happens when somebody go on the other side? Is that still like some 50s type shit, too? Is motherfuckers still <laughs> getting fucked up in 2023 on some go back to the black side like like acceptably getting fucked up like you right you right my bad I, it been a, it been like this for a hundred some years I should have known like and the police like yes the judge yes you should have known this is Mississippi don't go to the white side yes sir your honor so I don't know man that shit just tripped me out but it's definitely still happening. It was, it was sort of like when I when I moved out here and learned, you know, how prevalent gangs were still, you know, like I ain't know it. Like it's damn, 2017, 2016, they still like like fully dressed in color, gang banging. Damn, thought that shit was in the 80s. No, 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 still gang banging. Still segregating, you know. Just still. Um, more sports news, kind of. So I do get knocked out the ring, like not pushed, not tripped, not fell, knocked out the like the uppercut sent him reeling backwards and through the ropes and he was out there long enough to get up and walk around and get back in the ring which is amazing because maybe he don't remember what just get what just happened what just get maybe he don't remember what just happened maybe he don't understand how he ended up out there maybe he think the fight just started but I know if I get knocked out of the ring and get a chance to get back up on my own, I'm going back up that motherfucking ramp. Got me fucked up. I got paid already, too? Man, you got me fucked up. Well, how much I got to get back? Because I'm not getting back in the ring with this motherfucker. Do I get to keep some of this shit? Some is enough. Did you see how he hit me? Um, it was a, it was a busy week for rappers in court. Um, For one... YNW Melly K started and he in the courtroom laughing and uh, his defense the attorney got a notebook called the evil plan and 
it's all type of shit it just don't look good for him that the, 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 the prosecutor the prosecutor the prosecutor's opening statement was talking about um how he was sending location they got him sending locations basically admitting to shit and it's not looking good for a YMW and then Tory Lanez is looking at his he about to get sentenced so of course they digging up shit and they didn't come to find out that him and the baby probably his idea too was gonna crash uh, Meg set uh, Rolling Loud set in 2021 on some you know fuck what you did I, I'm out here I, yeah I shot you or yeah I'm free whatever it was it wasn't gonna be a good look and somehow somehow somebody stopped him from doing it but they found out anyway so you might as well have done it at least we'd have had something to talk about but cause you're going extra jail you're getting extra time in jail for it so it's like you might as well, just you're getting time in jail for the thought of it it's fucked up that you didn't even get to do it we don't got no video or nothing just I was well now you in jail motherfucker stupid uh, and uh, that Travis Rudolph dude, he beat his um, murder case, which was it was kind of ill from what I from what I hear. He was he chased the dude down and shot him in the back in self defense and still won. And and I, I know y'all probably think, well, how what they got to do with rappers in court because he is a rapper. Well, well, he not. So, but you shoot somebody, two people, and kill one of them, and get away with it. You gotta rap about it at least once. Maybe you don't want to make a career, but you damn you damn sure about to upload some shit to SoundCloud or all these goddamn rap apps on the phone, all these booths. And I'll be damned if his brother wasn't out there rapping freestyling about the outcome and the case because again it's, it's you can't help it he they mad at him because he on live listening to little baby or nba young boy or some violent shit talking about killing motherfuckers because he didn't done that now i have killed motherfuckers so i'm gonna to i'm gonna listen to all the murder rap all the how many people he killed? He killed 17 motherfuckers in the intro? Oh, yeah. That's my new favorite rapper. Like, I I, I am a killer. I this is, Put me on that season three of the Netflix thing. I am a killer. God damn it. So you can't tell him nothing? You don't fuck about no rap? Um, what else? Uh, this dude that just got out of jail. He did seven years back in... That's 2016 for trying to hire a car dealership dude, a car salesman dealership dude. What the fuck? A car salesman, which was a ill, that's some ill shit to try to get in on this plan, on this plot. But he tried to hire a car salesman of all people to run over his wife and make it look like an accident, which the logic of it. I get it. I get it. Cause it's like everybody try to go through the hitman route. And how do you find a hitman? You can't just, you know, Google one eight hundred hitman, which some people have tried. One lady literally called one eight hundred hitman, 
and got arrested because they probably put the police put that number up like there's no way in the world somebody gonna call this to get a hitman and sure enough but anyway of course dealership dude didn't go through with it and told the police like this motherfucker just tried to hire me to run his wife over so he went to jail and you know he was doing and you know he was in there for seven years and that was it and he probably was in that bitch like shit I'm still gonna be healthy I'm still gonna be able to get out and get some more girls and some more you know some more bitches whatever whatever how he say how he talk you would think he would be in there like on that type of shit when I get out I'm you know I, try, I know I tried to kill her but I can just I'm still healthy I'm still young give me somebody else nope still mad um, the first time he tried to conspire with the car dealer, this time he called his sister like, look, you my last one left. We got to take this hoe out. Again, <clears throat> I'm using his words. Just That's probably what he said. And um, got caught again. And just, you, you have to be, you know how mad you got to be to go to jail for trying to kill somebody and then try to kill him again? Like, you could just leave, but that is principle-driven. God damn. Wow. And then a couple more shootings to, to close out the news because that's just been a really violent uh, week, I guess. One dude, <laughs> this is a super avoidable shooting. One dude, he got fired from working at the Dollar General or Family Dollar, one of the more established dollar stores, right? And he got fired for stealing. So essentially, he got fired over a dollar. So he, they, I guess, they let him keep his uh, his goods. Cause why not? It's a dollar store. How valuable can it be? So he got caught stealing the shit. Get fired. His grand plan to get a, a, a head on his unemployment pay is to take the shit to another dollar store and try to refund it. Except. They called ahead like, hey, man, we just fired Henry or whatever the fuck. And he probably going to come try to turn in a bunch of shit for refunds. So he get to the store. And, of course, they got the heads up. So they like, man, get the fuck out of here. You fired. That shit stolen. I should have called the police. He get mad and shoot the manager. So now you're going to jail, essentially, over a dollar. Wow. <laughs> Now, if you get fired from stealing from the brinks like a, like the old girl did, six hundred forty thousand, and you go to jail, you getting applauded. Like, hey man, I can't blame you. It was you couldn't help it. It was six hundred forty thousand. You know, not too many people would have, you know, can blame you for that. But you going to jail over a, over a, some off-brand Saran wrap and some expired Tylenols. Like, come on, man. All right, man. And then lastly, the most tragic one. Some dude got shot by another classmate on the last day on graduation. Which, on as tragic as that is, timing is everything. And this guy probably figured, I'm I'm literally not going to see this guy again. So if I'm going to do this shit, I better do it now. Fucked up. But... He got his goal accomplished. Some dudes want to go to college. 
Some dudes just want to shoot that dude. It's fucked up. This week on that time when I'm gonna talk about the first time I heard uh I was gonna say life after death, but I could just say Biggie, period. Cause he listening to Life After Death for this first time with Jill just reminded me of that first time. Okay, fuck it. The first time I remember it came out of uh I wanna say I don't remember too many dates, but let's just go out let's just go ahead and say May twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. And I remember being in City Blue where Tahid and Rayshawn used to work downtown Cleveland. We used to just go in there and just hang out. It was a good hangout spot. Like, I guess I, did I have a job? Maybe I was off. I don't know. I don't know why I was in City Blue. Maybe I was on my way to work. Anyway, so we in there and Tony come running in there. Tony Smalls, the homie, with his arms wide. Like, he, you know how you run for a hug to a kid? And or a kid running into you and they like they want a hug, they run with their arms wide. He come running into the store like this. Like, oh my god, this is the greatest album ever. This is the best rapper. This is the greatest MC of all time. This shit is crazy. Oh my god. So we get <laughs> going to work. Yeah, it had to be this. It had to be because I still didn't get a chance to really listen to it. And I remember the first, like, song I heard off of it was actually the first song off the second disc, I believe, was uh, Notorious Thugs, because Tony was so excited. Again, another Tony Smalls moment. We had lunch in the break room at McDonald's, and he come in there and say, man, he put the headphones on my ear and just start playing, like, man, listen to this shit. And it's Biggie rapping fast. And... It was just one of them things where, like, at the time, like, these kids won't understand the magnitude of this shit. Like, at the time, rap's still growing. It's only, like, it's 97, so it's officially about 25 years old at this point. 20-something. But it still got a lot, lots of growing to do. So, but it's so much shit that's still innovative in 97. And hearing Biggie rap like that, oh my God, it just it just changed the game. And then fast forward, just I finally get to listen to the whole CD, and it's one of those CDs that just every song was good, like it, it legit every song, even the songs like back then I didn't like like girl raps or love raps, but even the song with Lil Kim, 
the uh, the missing you, the sad songs. Like I don't really like dead homie raps, but like it it was not a subpar bar lyric song beat instance second on this whole album. It's a super perfect album. Um, like I said, Jill thought it was incredible. Twenty six years later, and for the longest at least ten years, I can remember that that CD was in my visor CD collection in my car. Like I would, I would, you know, people change. This is before you riding around with 64 books, CD books and all this shit. You just got the 12 or 13 or 14 that you can fit into the visor. So I would change them out every now and then. But this one, this two, for at least, from at least 1997 to 2007, did not leave my car. So, yeah. That's how great Life After Death was. If you ain't heard it in a while, I, I, please go back and listen to it. I'm telling you, especially listen to it loud. Listen to it with some good speakers. You, It sounded like it came out this year. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think it, the sample's not overdone or old sounding or outdated. Like, everything is still perfect. Great CD, Life After Death. That time I first heard it. This week on Puddle Tracks, one of the workers at the strip club got demoted. Marvin said one stripper got all her stuff in storage because she moving and she couldn't figure out which box she packed her strip stuff in and she didn't want to be late. So she just came to work anyway, thinking that they was going to, you know, give her something to wear. And they did. Just not, they ain't give her nothing to strip in. They gave her one of those black and white security t-shirts and made her stand by the door. She was sorry as fuck because she wasn't making stripper money, but they still, I think they paid her like hourly. She made something. No, the character stopped at a, a railroad crossing. So, in my high self, I'm thinking I got time to go in the kitchen right quick. <laughs> Come back, I gotta rewind like three scenes and shit. Man. <laughs> a lot of comics get up here and they talk about cocaine, which I guess that's an aspirational drug. I don't think it's not. Y'all seen how small my blunts was, y'all know I ain't got no cocaine. <laughs> but, um, for shits and giggles, I will. I got, I got, I got a couple minutes. Alright, Meryl Mose, we made it to the end of another episode. I hope it wasn't too long. I legit hope it wasn't too long. Like, I, I did, a, I used the timer and everything to try to keep the episode back down to under an hour where I really, the sweet spot I wanted to be. I ain't trying to drone on and on and on into y'all headsets. But, um, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you laughed. Hope you learned. If you cried, my bad. First time, Meryl Mose, shout out to whoever sent y'all. Um, Hope you stick around and become regulars to my regulars. Um, shout out. Appreciate the continued support. Uh, really need it. Again, new IG page, Magic Moments Extendo Edition, EE. Um, please follow it for awesome content and videos. And um, I'm going to let y'all get out of here on that. Oh, wait. You know it's just one more thing.
yesterday or this weekend we was watching this like documentary crime whatever the fuck that's besides the point but the point was they was talking to this dude and he was he had his shirt off and he had a hernia and he didn't give a fuck and I was like I need to get some more of that don't give a fuckness about my hernia because the rest of my chest and my stomach is it's like a six pack so it's like a six and a half pack because of the hernia well it's like a six pack with a um with a bag of a small bag of chips on top like you can see the six pack up under the chips if that makes sense anyway um but i don't i don't even have no reason to take my shirt off like i ain't burt kreischer i ain't just trying to walk around with my shit off but i'm trying to think what i don't know i okay maybe i ain't been swimming in a while i have been swimming out here in like 2016 well, I ain't been swimming since 2016. And it's like, I remember one time I was at a pool party. And I wasn't in, I just, I was chilling. And I had on my jersey. I might have lifted my shirt up a little bit. And Sean White saw my hernia. He was like, you got a hernia? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's why you don't get in the pool? And I was like, no. I didn't really think about it. But no, I just don't, I don't know. I just ain't got in the pool. And, um. I remember I did a, a, a breast cancer show in Cleveland. It was chest out for uh, chest out for breast cancer, some shit. <clears throat> so they had the dudes comics do shirts, do sets with their shirts off. And I remember t- saying that my hernia was my uh, fuck button or some shit. Like I, I used it to pump up. Like a, so it was so, somehow I made a great joke out of it. So I definitely don't care about it, but. At the same time, I wouldn't be on an HBO documentary for my shit to be, you know, for posterity with my shit out. But I don't know, man. If I go swimming this year, just know it'll be because I got some new confidence and like some new, I got some new inspiration from my homeboy on the HBO show. But yeah, with that, me and my hernia. I'm <laughs> just gonna say, um, let y'all get out of here with a couple of my lessons. I like my little weekly, little daily, little um, thoughts and mantras and, and whatever you you want to call them. Just a little reminders to help you get through the week or the day or the, or the hour. Uh, number one, count your blessings. Please count your blessings. Please just be happy with what you got until that shit is gone, and you're gonna be mad if it's gone unexpectedly. So you better enjoy that shit on purpose. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number two, do unto others, man. Um, please treat people the way you want to be treated. It's a very old saying and like old way of thinking that it's for a reason, though, because it makes sense. If you if you did that shit, when the, when no no fuck shit would happen to you, you don't fuck nobody over. Nobody fuck you over. It's real give and take type situation. Um, number three, use your serenity prayers. That can help if you're trying to, you know, run around with like a chicken with their head cut off, trying to figure shit out that you don't need to. So use serenity prayer. Fucking save you a little bit of stress and time. Um, don't take shit personal. And we don't know these people. You just. You just at their place of work or you work with these motherfuckers for a couple hours and go home. You know, you don't know what, you know, 
what's going on in their house. You don't wake up with these motherfuckers. You don't know what text they just read. They fucking dicks ain't getting hard. Pussies ain't getting wet. Assholes too loose. So don't take shit personal. Um. Oh my Steve Jobs one. Do the fuck what you have to do without worrying about what everybody else think you're supposed to be doing. Or something. Steve Jobs. And um. And lastly, get out, man. Smoke something. We smoke little blunts that, that hit hard and go fast. That's why we call them Meldricks after the great Meldrick Taylor. Um, and we smoke those to stay above the bullshit. We used to say, you know, smoking by yourself because this podcast was born in the pandemic. But it's 2023, so I guess you can pass it again if you want to. Just make sure you pass it to a loved one. And, um, shit. Until next week, be safe, be careful, go Browns. I, pl- I hope y'all listen to this, that last uh, Quintessential Browns podcast episode. It is available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. And uh, we out. Yeah.